defend the fundamental rights of all parents to raise their children and firmly believe children belong to their families, not the state, not the teachers, the teachers union, or any other bureaucrat. I invite you to visit our website, parentsrightsined.org. Sign up to receive our news alerts. If you're interested in making a difference in your local area, you can begin right away. Parents' Rights in Education has a free, turnkey, grassroots opportunity. And we're looking for parents in every school district to join our efforts. Visit our page on the website titled, Join Us. Fill out the information there, then take a look at the chapter affiliation agreement. All you need to do is fill it out, sign, and return to us. Once received and processed, you will be contacted. That's it. Together, we will stop the erosion of parents' rights in education. Hey guys, thanks for joining me today. Today I wanna to talk about the state of the state. In other words, what what's going on out there? I mean, how are we, how are we dealing with this? Are we going to take are we going to take the win in Virginia and just say, "Oh, great. Now we don't have anything to worry about. Look at that. Look at that. This fellow, uh nobody knew him. He just, you know, came out of nowhere and he won. He won the governorship of the state of Virginia." Well, I encourage you to take heart. Take heart about that win. That's one of thousands of wins that we need in order to turn things around when it comes to the state of the state. And I want to caution you also not to think that you have to do it all individually, that you are personally responsible for all of this. Yes, we all are personally responsible in some way. And the first thing that we're responsible for is you know, just our own attitude. Let's have an attitude check here. It's so easy just to read one or two emails and then think, oh my gosh, you know, there's nothing I can do about it. This is way bigger than I am. And you're right, it's way bigger than you and it's definitely way bigger than me. But we have to stay focused on what we can do, what we can do, boots on the ground. What can we do? Well, we can affect what's going on in our school districts. We can make their lives miserable. And we, we can do it legally because we do have the right to speak up at our school board meetings. We do have the right to opt our kids out of things. We do have the right to elect new school board members. And when those members have a majority, they can vote in new policies. We do have power at the school board level. But we also have power at other levels. For example, you know, like in Virginia, electing a new governor. And elections, really, this is the way we do things in, in this country, okay? We elect people to represent us, and we've suffered from something I call systemic complacency for decades. And this is something that many of you have inherited, especially you parents, parents of young children. You know, you need to be looking around and saying, okay, guys, what were you doing when I was in school? What were you doing when I was growing up? How did we lose? How did we lose control? How did we lose control of our nation? This is really a, a, a unique period in history. 
and it's not definitely not one to take lightly. It's not one to uh, to look at and say, "Oh, hey, you know, this is just like any other election." You know, the Democrats versus the Republicans. Oh no, this is this is a huge period in history. And if we don't get back, get back control of our country now, and I'm talking about I'm talking about people who believe in this nation, the United States of America, freedom. Our Constitution, capitalism, the right to own property, the right to create wealth. Now's the time. We are receiving requests from several other states who want to join us, uh, individuals who, who are recognizing the involvement that they need to take that's necessary. Otherwise, their children won't have a chance. So what I've seen happening right now that is very encouraging is the fact that the left, the American Marxists, have become so bold, so outspoken, so upfront with their desire to control our children. They are stating it out loud. It's in print. For example, in Newburgh, Oregon, a teacher was quoted by a liberal newspaper stating, I have worked here for 23 years. I know what I'm doing. I know what these kids need to feel safe. And I can teach whatever I want and what I want. And they don't have anything to say about it, unquote. Really? I view teachers as employees of our school district. Don't you? No teacher should be able to get away with an attitude like that. They answer to the principal, who answers to the superintendent, who in turn answers to the school board. The school board are our elected representative. So what do we do? Well, we need to keep focused on doing what we've been doing all along. Not panic, but stay focused and move forward. And that means that we can't forget that there are many issues. Yes, the masks are a very big issue. Vaccinations, absolutely. Uh, Do not, please do not have your children vaccinated. Well, yes, of course, critical race theory turns children, turning our children against our own country, misleading them, lying to them, literally deceiving them into thinking that their friends are oppressors and they're oppressed or vice versa, pitting them one against the other when they should be making friends, not enemies. Those are very important issues. But I'm going to get back today to comprehensive sexuality education because the Oregon Department of Education came out with a new newsletter, was printed, developed, and put out by the Department of Education. It's beautiful, beautifully presented, beautiful artwork. It has a lot of reference references and links. And so just we, we just copied and pasted some of that information into our own newsletter because what they say tells everything. We don't need to make this up. We don't need to necessarily spend a lot of time writing about it. We just need to show it to you. So our latest newsletter does that. And I'm going to include a link to that newsletter 
for you to take a look at. If Oregon is poster child, basically, or the petri dish of all things um, leftist, progressive, it's been here. We're ahead of California. We're way ahead of Washington State. We were one of the very first to uh, establish K through 12, mandatory K through 12 comprehensive sexuality education, which by the way is not sex ed. And I'm going to show you why that's the case. So they state some interesting things and I'm going to give you a little overview of my opinion of it. And then you can decide for yourself. Which. So they, they make the case that equity is now the focus of sex ed. It's starkly obvious to parents' rights and education the focus is not teen pregnancy. Wait, isn't equity only taught in relation to racism? Well, no, equity is pervasive in every subject now taught in public schools. And for that reason, equity is not a subject, but a pedagogy. Pedagogy is defined as the method and practice of teaching. It's a, it's a way of teaching. It's a way of weaving information into all subjects. It is a worldview, and it encompasses the way teachers deliver the content of the curriculum to a class. School curriculums now are saturated with political days, weeks, and months devoted to alternative lifestyles and driven by extreme political organizations, not parents. Organizations are highly invested in the promotion of these agendas, working with state agencies and organizations to ensure their interests are not squelched by your local districts. Are parents presented with these reference materials and frequent celebrations for their input and permission? I don't think so. While these non-academic programs are enthusiastically promoted, academic performance is pitifully poor and unacceptable. Whether you have children or not, everyone should be demanding our nation's schools get back to teaching skills needed for success in life. Oregon is the premier state whose Department of Education is fully invested in far-left ideologies and pedagogy. Watch out. Your state is not far behind. What is your child told and shown? So we're, rec we're recommending that people read this. And then they find out for themselves if it's happening in their schools. They start out with dearest colleagues. So this is being sent to health teachers in the school system. Each month offers us opportunities to build allyship and support for all students, K through 12, comprehensive sexuality education. In the last month, we've celebrated International Pronouns Day. On October 20th, an Intersex Awareness Day on October 26th. Each one of these days is linked to a letter that was sent to, out to the health teachers. Here is the letter from the director of the Oregon Department of Education. And he's thanking them for continuing to serve our students and staff during this challenging time. And 
to help our school districts meet our inclusivity mission, we are introducing new tools from the U.S. Department of Education Office for civil rights and reminding partners of already available state resources. So we're way ahead of the curve. In recognition of Intersex Awareness Day, the U.S. Department of Education's Office for Civil Rights issued a fact sheet yesterday, and there's a link for the fact sheet, uh, to help students, educators, staff, and school leaders in raising awareness of the issues faced by intersex students and supporting their safety and well-being in school. And it goes on, the fact sheet lists key issues intersex students face in schools, including bullying, harassment, and other discrimination. And next is ACE Week. That's spelled A-C-E. ACE Week, October 24th through the 30th. And we can click on ACE Week. And, oh, wow. We are being directed toward this amazing page. Find out how you can take part in ACE Week. ACE Week is an annual campaign to raise awareness, build community, and create change around the world. That is a very common theme, change. And here we have a picture of these girls uh, wearing flowers and pride t-shirts, etc. And another one holding a large sign that says power on it. And she, of course, is in rainbow colors. And, uh, you know, this Ace Week is quite a week. So you can attend an event. There are all these different events, um, discussion, coming out as asexual, coming out uh, with family and friends and, you know, how to do that. Um, pathogenesis, a play about asexuality, asexuality and disability, desexualizing nudity. Well, that's what we want our, you know, grade school kids to learn is to desexualize nudity mental health and asexuality, a panel on mental health and asexuality. These are all presentations, uh, workshops on mental health, boy, a queer affirmative therapy, games night and social event. This is a whole week of celebrating and building a global advocacy movement together. And next, they talk about November. In the coming month, we want to build allyship and support for LGBTQ plus youth during Solidarity Week. And that's November 1st through the 5th. Uh, this is sponsored by GLSEN and Solidarity Week. Amazing. How can I be an ally? How to participate? Organizational allies. And it goes into extreme detail about solidarity and that it's a voluntary collective action by different people based on finding common objectives and solutions. Solidarity works happen when you show up to help and support others experiencing some form of harm by centering their leadership decisions, needs, requests, and ideas. You know, this sounds very high level that it wouldn't necessarily apply to grade school, even middle school students and high school students probably already practice solidarity in some form, whether using a peer's correct pronouns or signing a petition. In the days after the tragedy at 
Marjorie Stoneman Douglas High School in Parkland, Florida, students organized the largest single day of protest against gun violence in history. So they're encouraging kids to protest. The bigger, the better. In June, protests broke out across the country demanding justice for George Floyd, a black man who was killed by police in Minneapolis, Minnesota. As more murders, now these terms they're using are inappropriate. He wasn't killed and he wasn't murdered. But they're saying that the police are murdering people and they're murdering black people, including black transgender women. Young people started organizing their own protests addressing anti-blackness and led action to raise awareness around the bullying, harassment, and erasure of LGBTQ plus students in schools. So they say that they're being erased. Solidarity work happens in many forms and on many different issues. Register for Solidarity Week. This is sponsored by Gay, Lesbian, Straight Education Network, or GLSEN. Solidarity is supporting others, centering their voices, and fighting for their issues. And then we skip a few days, and then we move into Transgender Awareness Week, November 13th through 19th, which leads up to Transgender Day of Remembrance, November 20th, as well as honoring Native American Heritage Month, the month of November. But guess what, guys? November is also Parents' Rights and Education Month. Aren't you glad we chose November? It seems particularly appropriate that this month, November, we celebrate parents' rights in education. Supporting notes uh, pertaining to this podcast are available in the show notes. Why is it important? Well, it's important that you understand the depth and breadth of the influence of GLSEN and other LGBTQ organizations in your school district. Until next time, when we will be talking about raising funds to recall a school board member in Newburgh, Oregon. And how did they do it? They held a drag queen show in the community. And one of the high school students was a performer. Please consider sharing this podcast link with your friends. You can just send a link to the website where we produce the podcast and they can see the list of all of the different podcasts that we have available. You can listen to any of them at any time. That's the beauty of podcasting. It's just fantastic. We'd love to have you join us. Please fill out the form on our website called Join Us. Oh, and one last thing. Would you be willing to support us financially? We are 501c3 tax-deductible nonprofit organization. And that means that you can take a tax deduction for any amount you give. I encourage you to join the 12 by 12 club. That's $12 a month for 12 months. If you do that, you will receive a complimentary parent guide as long as supplies last. Go to our website, parentsrightsined.org and click on the donate button. Thanks so much for joining us and helping us do what we do here. This is Suzanne Gallagher, 
And this is Parents' Rights Now.